adults I can't afford to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me today in the co-host chair from uh, Massachusetts, currently, I guess, visiting in California. True. It's my oldest child, Ezra. Hello, Ezra. Hello, I'm Ezra. So look, where do you consider you live right now? Where do you live? Are you, are you, I, I guess I do live in Massachusetts. I'm not from Massachusetts. You're not from Massachusetts, true. But you're visiting us from Massachusetts. I, I suppose you're correct. From uh, M.A. to C.A. Jeez, okay. Modica. No. Nope. No. That's not a thing? Yeah, it's not a thing at all. <laughs> all right, thank you for sitting down today. Um, we were going to do this yesterday with Rita, and we were going to do battle of the playlists we're also going to do it the day before that with rita yes and then rita for some reason couldn't get six songs together and so what do we want to say she bowed out yeah so it's she's you. taking a leave of, a- of absence from the podcast yes <laughs> yes uh i think she's all stressed out because it's auditions are this week for mama mia mm-hmm. and uh she really wants one of those best friend parts I don't remember what part it is either. It's one of the best friends. If you if you watch the movie, it would be Meryl Streep's friend played by, I think the actress is Julie Walters. Cool. And I think she's going to get that part because Julie Walters first, it might be Waters. I should look it up. It's either or. But her first big role in a movie was a movie called Educating Rita. So I'm that's like, oh, yeah. So I'm like, that's good. Uh, that's good karma. It is Walters. It's Julie or Julia? Julie Walters. Julie Walters. Okay. And that's the part that Rita wants. Yes. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I think that I think that her big number would be take a chance, I think, is what she would mm, say. I see. So there we go. So I think she's just all caught up in wanting to uh, make sure that she does well at auditions this week. That's what I think. Or she just couldn't get it in gear. One, one or the other. Probably so, both. So you and I have decided to, instead of tackle Ezra's playlist, we're going to discuss the album Red, Taylor's yeah. version. Yes. And we'll also discuss the other version too. Yeah. But before that, we have to do some, uh, some questioning and some answering. First of all, you and mommy took a trip up to San Francisco. Yes. And the reason for this trip is, first of all, you're you're the kind of a, a person that you will seek out like grants and money that are available for college students. Yeah. And I don't know that a lot of college students do that. I feel like plenty of college students do that. Well, in my day, in my in my day, we I didn't know anyone that did something like that. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? But you do. Yeah, I mean, I I really had a meeting with my advisor, and uh, he encouraged me to go for this grant. He was like, I think you should get money. And I'm like, why do I need money? And he's like, you're going to need money. I think you should. And that's really what he, that's really how the conversation went. So. And so you got like a $500 grant? About, yeah, just about. And you use that to go up to San Francisco. Yes. And then, see, now I, I wasn't really, uh, 
I didn't really know what exactly what you were going up there for. No I one did. Was, I don't think I, mom did. I knew it was something for her. school. I didn't know if it was some type of an internship thing. But explain to me. I know now what you did, but explain to everyone what you were doing up there. Okay. So um, I am working on a senior thesis uh, for my last year of undergrad. And uh, part of that research is uh, archival research. And I've managed to, given the circumstances, uh, do a lot of that online. But there was uh, one specific set of documents that only existed in one archive in San Francisco. And so I had gotten this grant already, and I was actually originally planning to go to New York. But then things in New York got a little bit crazy. Mm-hmm. And King um, Kong, right? He yeah, came, it, yeah. King Kong came back. King Kong came back and knocked over all the buildings. Mm-hmm. Right. And then... Um, I realized that uh, it might be better to go elsewhere, and I needed these materials uh, in San Francisco anyway. So I was able to take my mom with me on a nice little vacation, mm-hmm. wherein uh, for about you know four hours on two separate days, I left her to her own devices in our nice hotel room, and I sat in a basement and looked at papers. That's but, basically what I did. But you loved it. But I loved it. Yeah, it's it's what I it's what I do. It's what I'm studying to hopefully, uh, eventually become, um, an archivist in some capacity. And so, and no one ever knows what that means. Uh, (laughs) but I really enjoyed myself and enjoyed doing that research and it was really a good opportunity and we ate a lot of good food. Yeah. Uh, and it was nice. And, um, well, can you explain to people what an archivist is or is an archivist? How do I pronounce it? I mean, you could kind of say both. I say archivist. Archivist. Is this kind? Is this what Indiana Jones does? No. Okay. Explain it to me then. Um, so archive as a term is fairly broad, um, but basically most institutions that have been around for a long time uh, will eventually, or most places that have been around for a long time, will eventually uh, realize that they have a certain amount of materials that are either already historical documents okay. or will be historical documents. And you need a place to store those and preserve those. And so archivists are concerned with um, the organization and preservation of these documents. They're usually like things like photographs, papers, stuff that isn't deemed important enough to be put into a museum. Okay. But that we still need to have around. So like, you know, old records of like city council meetings from 50 years ago. Like someone will eventually need those. You know, they're not, we shouldn't throw those away. Um, and in the interim between those being created and someone needing to access them, uh, you need someone to take care of documents like that. So, Gotcha. Yeah. And, and your expertise, if you could, you know, have a dream job would be what? Um, I'm genuinely like not super sure, but um, a lot of my current research is concerning um, LGBT history. Okay. So certainly if I could get a job doing something with that, uh, I went for, and I'll probably go for it again if they offer it, um, a paid internship helping uh, archive at a Sesame Street workshop. Oh, that would be fantastic. So like really I'll just anywhere where I'm like excited about the material and feel that like it's a good fit for me. Wow. You would love that Sesame Street. Yeah. So let me ask you, am I an archivist because of my CD collection? Well, um, typically archival documents are thought of as things that are in more limited supply. Okay. Um, things that you couldn't still go out and 
purchase. Certainly multiple archives might all have the same materials if it's something like, um, you know, a, a briefly circulated newspaper. Okay. You know, a couple different archives will probably have that. Um, but I think things that are currently on the market um, are not usually archived. What about my manifesto? Where should that be put? Uh, you'd have to call someone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you for explaining it to me in more detail. I was just, uh, sometimes I'm just like, what you, oh, it's something for school and you're going with mom. All right. And then you come back and I go, was it fun? Did you have fun? Did you get what you needed? You'd, okay, great. Then that's all. That's kind of all I need to know. Yeah. Sometimes. I wasn't Sometimes. expecting to be quizzed on this. Well, today. I knew that you could answer the question. So mm -hmm. that's all why right. I'm doing it. Um, all right. Taylor Swift. Red. Mm -hmm. Is that your favorite Taylor Swift album? Um, I think Speak Now might be my favorite, but it's on, it's on the, that it was my favorite mm -hmm. when I was a child and I really liked Taylor right. Swift. So it's yeah. on that like nostalgia factor. I'm and, excited for Speak Now Taylor's version. Yeah. And Speak Now came out, uh, was the album before Red came out. Yep. In between Fearless. And, and it's a great, uh, it's a great album. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you actually listened to Speak Now Pat's version because I removed a song. You did remove a song. I, and I discovered this when I <laughs> was in middle school. <laughs> and I, have, I forget what the song is called. Uh, oh, my God. What is the song called? Uh, Better Than Revenge. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the lyrics, um, something about uh, your. She's better known for the things that she does on the mattress. Yeah. And that and. It's, I think the first line is something like, she's an actress, but she's better known for yeah. the things that she does on the mattress. And I was like, because mm, eh. how old were Censorship. you? Censorship. Censorship. Protecting uh, tiny ears. That was, uh, what year was, uh, what year did Speak Now come out? 2010. So yeah. that would have been 12 years ago. So you would have been how old? Uh, nine or 10. Yeah. I just felt like, I don't know, anytime it was going to like, Anytime I thought that you might ask me a question that I wasn't going to know exactly how to answer. What does that mean, Dad? Mm, I don't know. She knows how to make the bed. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I... So, so uh, yeah, this, I, 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 I did. I censored that song. This man once spent a week buying me identical goldfish so he didn't have to explain to me that my goldfish kept dying oh after God, a day. That, that the goldfish died like every three days and I would just get one that looked exactly like it. I didn't know what else to do. And then finally, I was like... Teach I me about the circle of life, Patrick. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and then finally, I was just like, no, I just we have to come clean. We yeah. have to come clean. I can't keep doing and this. And I was fine. You were fine. What did you say? You said something like... I said like he was a good fish. I think you said he was a good guy. Yeah. You had no interaction with the fish at all. No. <laughs> all right, Red, we also saw this tour. Yes, we did. We saw the tour. You went to... Did you go to Fearless? I went or, to Speak Now. You went to Speak Now, and at that time, you had a little bit of anxiety with loud things. Yes. And so, and you had really good seats for that show. Yeah, which was almost the hard part. That was the hard part because one of uh, one of mommy's clients was Taylor's bodyguard at the time. Yeah, so he kind of set you up, but uh, but you just couldn't. Uh, you I couldn't, couldn't handle do it. it. No. So when we went to Red, we our seats were fine, but they weren't those seats. Yeah, and um, and you were able to get through it. Yeah, because two years later, a year and a half later, whatever it was, and um, yeah, and we weren't so my my. My fondest 
uh, memory of this is that you made a sign, mm-hmm. a big sign, poster board. I don't remember board. what it said. I don't either. Uh, you're you know, Taylor Swift, number one, you're the best, love you, whatever it said. Yeah. And uh, you were waving that around like you thought Taylor Swift might be able to see it. Yeah. And that would have been an impossibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I love the enthusiasm. Yeah. I also knew that they had people who would float throughout, you know, all, oh, no matter that's what right. I forgot had, about this. They would float throughout the area mm-hmm. and um, pluck people to go backstage at the end of the show. That's right. That was, that's why. So that was really, a little bit as well. Yes. Motivation. That's the motivation. You're right. You're right. I forgot about that. Now, did you know that Red was released October 12th? I'm um, sorry. October 22nd. 2012 oh of course i knew that on your birthday yes october 22nd on your 12th birthday Mm -hmm. is when that album came out yep that's pretty cool yeah and today we're going to talk about taylor's version which came out november 12th 2021 now in case uh, people don't know exactly why taylor swift is re-recording her back catalog i've found something that explains it in one sentence the re-recording venture is Swift's countermeasure against the changed ownership of the masters to her first six studio albums. Mm-hmm. That's why she's doing this. Because, um, she, you know, her record company screwed her. So that's everything up to reputation? Um, I believe so. Let me, uh, I think you're right. Taylor, Repu- Taylor Swift, Fearless, Speak Now, Red... 1989 and then Reputation, I believe. Yeah, Reputation isn't one that I like that much. Yeah, we don't like that one. Why? Uh, what happened? She she changed the style too drastically. Yeah, too and it was it was like a really to me like shallow response to a lot of the controversy that was surrounding her. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't love it. I don't. I think. I don't think. I think that's most people's least favorite. I know I, a couple people who really like it. But she's still gonna make uh, a Taylor's version of it. I mean, of course. So here's here's what it's I think. It's not her least favorite. That's true. <laughs> or maybe it is. I don't know. She did Fearless. Then she did Red. I think the next one will be Speak Now. Mm-hmm. Then I think it'll be 1989. Then I think she'll do the self-titled first album. And then Reputation will be the last one she does. I think that her self-titled might be her next move. That would be pretty cool because that might be the one that people aren't as familiar with because mm-hmm. they jumped in with Fearless. Because that's where we jumped in. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, kind of. I think so. Yeah. All right. Let's get into Taylor Swift's Red Taylor's version. Let's talk about the cover, first of all. The original cover, I love the original cover. Her face is like in shadow, but the red is the red lipstick yeah. on her on her lips, because mm-hmm. that's where you put lipstick. Now, with this version, I love that the hat's red. It's not really a bright red, though. It's, but it's, kind, it's kind of a burgundy orange, obviously. It, it is, but it's still... But then there's a ring on her finger. Did you notice this? Oh, I didn't. Look look at the ring on her finger. Can you look real close? I know you have glasses. Look real close. What's it say? It says red on it. Isn't that cool? That is pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't I never noticed it's very that. Very subtle. Very yeah. subtle. And her her face is still in shadow by the cap and mm-hmm. she still has the red lips. It's a good I I hadn't seen these two covers like next to each other before and really had time to look at them. Yeah. Um so this is cool. Yeah. Now, from 2020 to 2021, Taylor Swift has released four albums. Yeah. Folklore and Evermore, which are albums of brand new material. Yes. And they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. 
and then re-recordings of two of her biggest albums, Fearless and Red. Mm-hmm. She's killing it. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable because... That's so much time in a recording studio. It's so much time. But you know what? If it's a, if it's a job that you love, then it's really not work. True. Right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what they say? Yeah. Um, what did I want to... And then these uh, these re-recordings, it's, she just doesn't re-record the songs. Then she goes back in the vaults and gives you like a whole other album of other songs. You know? Yeah. Sorry, I'm just checking yeah, something. What are you checking? Like, oh, I wanted to know, and I, I, it's not, and I didn't think it was. Um, is this the? Uh, oh yeah, this is the Target. Yeah, that's this extended. Yeah, that's right? the extended version. Um, so, I wanted so Ronin, that's what it's called, right? Yes, is on this, is on the, but it's it's on the uh, Taylor's version, but it's yes. not. No, it wasn't originally a song on. Red. No, it was it was not originally on an album. It was a digital download. Yeah. From iTunes, and why would you bring up the song that makes me cry? I, I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but I, I just wanted to glance and see if that was the case. Um, and it's because when I, when I, it kind of snuck up to me when I was, I also can't listen to that song. I know it's, it's too sad. Um, I'm gonna play some reason. of it right now. You keep talking, and then I'll. Okay. It kind of stuck up to me, and I was like, "That's not on this album." And I totally understand that she just had to re-recorded as well but it, yeah. it's the one thing that totally doesn't fit i feel what you mean um, tonally yeah yeah this was uh didn't she get a letter from a mom yeah yeah about her son ronan who had cancer yeah and then i think taylor wrote this song for him and then also all the proceeds from went the, to the family yeah and so of course she has to re-record that because you can't have someone else capitalizing off of that song you know right right so um I wonder if I, I wonder if some proceeds when I bought Taylor's version also went to the family. Oh yeah, I don't know. I assume so. I assume I can't so imagine. too. You couldn't. You just can't. You would have to say, yeah, this uh, this much of this album has to go to this family. I can't make because yeah. she wouldn't want to make any money off of this song. No. And how much money? How many people do you think downloaded that single when it came out? Oh, a lot. I mean, a lot. Plus, I mean, if you're a Taylor fan, you're going to buy everything. Yeah. And plus add on to the fact that it's for something good mm-hmm. and then and then Ronan eventually passed right I I thought that he might have already he already sure, passed yeah all right I'm just gonna turn this up I don't know where we're gonna drop it in he's gonna cry yeah we're gonna fly away from here you were my best for years he was four Oh no, I can't continue. No. No. (laughs) Nope. I'm crying, but it's from laughter. No. Nope. That's so funny. Oh my God. I can continue. That's not funny. Watching my dad cry is extremely funny, and how far he got into that song was so funny. 10 seconds? (laughs) 10 seconds. Oh my God. Oh. oh my god that's terrible all right i have to regain composure i don't know if i can okay let's clear the decks with something fun for a second <laughs> all right so um all right this is totally this is just to clear the decks with something fun okay here we go so uh uh pilar your mom my wife mm-hmm. you don't like when we say mommy and daddy 
I don't like it. Why? Because I don't call you that. <laughs> You're mom and dad. I'm an adult. I know, but I don't know why we still use mommy and daddy. I've, I've had several interventions with them about this. They well, have not stopped. Man, it's, it's weird. So, okay. We're going to keep doing it because we're locked in. Yeah. All right. So I produce, I do all the post-production on Pilar's podcast. And, and I also upload it to the world. I do all that stuff. So I'm basically the producer on her podcast. So I always have the raw file that she sends me. And then she'll tell me, oh, there was a spot here where, because all of her episodes are by Zoom now. So she'll say, I need a Kleenex. I'm still. Um, I'm Do we want to cut this for a sec? No, no, I won't cut it. I just need to blow my nose. He makes the worst sound when he blows his nose. I'm doing it gently. Cut Not this. The worst sound. Cut this. Just, this just, is just, terrible no. podcast. No, material. I'm leaving it. No, I like it. I like people to feel like they're right here in the room. Okay. Horrible. So um, recent podcast, Pilar said, oh, the guy was interviewing his uh, his internet was bad so he froze a couple times <laughs> yeah. and so i isolated um pilar's reaction to uh and i'll just play the full file this is her reaction to all of the freezing of our of her guest okay so here we go oh darn it shoot shit 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 <laughs> <laughs> now the thing that cracked me up the most was her her uh, homer simpson like noise at the beginning let me see if i can play it a couple times i'm sure she appreciates this um i played it for her. she cracked up she laughed now did she know i was going to play it on this show mm, no but i did so okay clear the decks thank god okay one more thing to clear the decks uh but this is taylor swift related i took the song i knew you were trouble just to give an example of how um, how close the versions are. Like she's recreating mm -hmm. an entire album. The songs are the exact same length or it might be off by a second. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I took uh, I Knew You Were Trouble and at one point it's just going to go into oh, I to see. the new version. And, um, and let's just see. Uh, let's just pop it in here. Here we go. Blame is on me Cause I knew you were trouble when you walked in So shame on me now Blew me to places I've never been So you put me down Oh, I knew you were trouble when you walked in so shame on me now It was right there Blew me yeah. to places I've never been Sounds great though So you put me down Oh, I knew you were trouble when you walked in Back to the old one. But yeah, they're really close. It's incredible. It's incredible. Now, the old versions are still going to be released and available, but Taylor does not want any new fans to buy those versions. Yeah. And to be clear, as I mentioned, at a, as a, we're like handling these CDs and stuff, we are longtime Taylor Swift fans. Everything we're playing, we've owned. Yes, for, for sure. Forever. Oh, for sure. Know? Forever. Forever. But it, 
you you would go to Target like the day these albums came out. Yeah, get yeah. The Target version. I want to get the Target version with the bonus tracks and all the stuff. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Put it in the car and play it on the way to school. Right, exactly. That's what we would do. And I would say, oh, I went to Target already, and I got this this morning. You're and, a Swifty. I'm a Swifty. Yeah, I'm a Swifty. All right. So, it, oh, here I'm gonna play, and it's just like even this. Uh, here I'm gonna play the song with a. Uh, um, very loosey goosey today with Ed Sheeran. Yeah, I just want to get them in the playlist where they're back to back, so I can jump from one to the other because uh, this is the original. And he says he he says a couple wor- words at the beginning of the song, and he recreates that in uh, the new version. So here we go. Everything has changed. We good to go. We good to go. I mean, everything. Yeah. Actually, nothing has changed. Everything is the same. All right, let's hear these back to back. I'll play a little bit more. You good to go? All I knew this morning when I woke is I know something now, know something now. I didn't before and all I've seen Did they sing this together live when we saw them? Yeah. I think they did, yeah. He was opening. Right, he was the opener. making me feel I just want to know you better know You better know You better know Okay, let's go right to the new one and hear how she sounds. We good to go? We are good to go. Hey. This morning when I woke is I know something now, know something now I didn't before And all I've seen since 18 hours ago Screen eyes and freckles and your smile In the back of my mind making me feel like I just wanna know you better know You better know, you better now I just wanna know you better know her voice is better now. Yeah. It's got a maturity. Yes. It's got more control. Mm-hmm. It's less nasal. It's less nasal. Um, I mean, she's got to be so happy with these versions. Oh, yeah. And what an undertaking. Oh, and, absolutely. I mean, it is unbelievable that she's able to do this. I just think about it as she... So she's been very open and it's very clear that her favorite part of this whole process of her whole career is like she still is in love with songwriting. Yeah. Like that's she writes twice the amount of songs for every album she's ever put out Mm -hmm. than go into the actual album. And she gets pretty far into the production of those, which is how we get like some of the bonus content on Red Taylor's version. And the I think the thing that's made these so easy to put out is that. Well, by no means uh, do I mean to imply that, like, this was, like, you know, just one and done for her. Um, I'm sure having songwriting mostly already happened for these tracks. Yeah. When she's used to that being, like, the biggest 
labor um, on any of her albums right, right, probably right. makes it go by incredibly quickly. Right. She already has the songs. The songs are already written. So now we just need yeah. to concentrate on the technical aspect of the recording. Exactly. But the fact that like, I don't know, so much love has been like put into these, like it's, it's cool to see her turn this into something that is like po- a positive for her career. Do you want to talk about the the Taylor Swift? So you've had a number of musical predictions that I have not bought for a second come true, come to light. Notably, you looking at me and going, Billie Eilish is going to do the next James Bond. And I'm like, why would she do that? And you were totally right. Uh, um, yeah. But what else did you say for years? You say. You say what, what I said for years. Why? Well, because I want, I want people to hear it from you. Okay. For years, my dad would say... And you were wrong about the timeline of this because it would be like every time she would put out a new album, like I think starting from probably 1989, you started Mm -hmm. saying this, you were like, well, her next album, it has to be a best of, you know, it has to be some re-recordings Yeah. uh, because I think she's just had already put out so much music at that point um, from such a young age uh, that that was your assumption. I mean, I don't know why. What, What was in your head? I don't know. I just, I just, I just would tell you that I thought. Taylor Swift would do like a best of and that she would record some of her old material. Yeah. And you were, you were right. I mean, to an extent, kind of. Yeah. See, what I did was I called her label and I said, if you could get the masters (laughs) away from her so that my prediction could come true, that would be great. Yeah. This album kicks off with State of Grace. Mm -hmm. I'm going to play the original and then I'm going to hop right into the new one, Taylor's version. I like how she's calling it just Red, Taylor's version, uh, you know, Fearless, Taylor's version. It's just, it's simple. Yeah. What, it's did, what did you name your Twitter when you got your Twitter back from being hacked? I called it, um, I called it at Pat underscore Francis, Taylor's version. When you saw that, did you laugh? In my head. In your head. Okay. Here's State of Grace. Original. great track to kick off any album oh yeah okay i'm gonna bop over to taylor's version Sonically, still great. It is a little bit different than it's it recorded is. a little bit different, but that's that's cool.
So what do you think is next, a new album or a Taylor's version album? I think I think a Taylor's version. I, I think she's going to be going through these, you know, I think pretty she, quickly now. She, she wants to get them done. She and Evermore, you yeah. know. I think that she, her fans have enough new content. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's going to keep putting new content on these. Yes. So it's uh she's re-recording and recording, you know, all at the same time, giving us new stuff. It's just the the output's incredible. Like I just um and the quality. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, I can't um I can't think of any other artist who is killing it with every album. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and even though I don't like Reputation that much, I will be excited to hear Reputation Taylor's version. Absolutely. Um, Do you have a favorite song on Red? Uh, I So when this first, when, you know, Red first came out, um, I really liked The Lucky One, um, which is mm. not, which is kind of like not a super popular pick i feel um but it's a i deep track i yeah it's a deep cut uh and i really like that though i do feel like appropriately all too well is getting the love it deserves because i do think that that is one of the best like the lucky one is my favorite but i i always thought all too well was like the best song on this album it's so good and we get a 10, ten minute mi- version i don't know if all too well needs to be 10 minutes i think there are parts of that 10 minute version where i'm like yes this is so cool and then there are lines where i'm like yeah cut this one (laughs) Um, well look if jake gyllenhaal would just give back that scarf we wouldn't have this song (laughs) uh jake gyllenhaal he thought he was done he thought he was done he thought he was out no was not out now my friend christy she says that taylor swift is always playing the victim and i don't feel like that at all i feel like that is both a characterization of her mm-hmm. that has been placed upon her and it is something that she has fallen into because throughout her whole career, um, being like America's favorite, you know, America's like, sweetheart. Like, yeah, she's America's sweetheart, like this, you know, little white girl making country music, like um I think that she's people like put her in this victim role and then I think for a while she put herself in the victim role and I think that she's um done with that i think she's been pretty clear about mm-hmm. acknowledging that past and being and being super done with it and you see that in the in the 10 minute all too well where she talks about how that song is very different now yeah well i like that uh i find that these songs are empowering she's taking you know she's not putting up with this crap anymore mm-hmm. and she you know she takes it back and mm-hmm. she you know and let Jake Gyllenhaal write a movie about uh, his side of the story if he yeah. wants. In his version, exactly. he gives her the scarf. And stops dating very young women. Why did she date so many uh, bad guys, I wonder, though? Uh, there's, I, I don't know. They were all kind of older, too. Yeah. John Mayer. Well, yeah. That Dear John song is amazing. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Yeah, I don't, I think it's, I think that... Um, it's a product of, of getting famous so young and, you know, those, it's, it's not on her. It's on those older guys who looked at a young up and coming artist and said, I could, I could make her life a little worse. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to play the lucky one, but you're going to have to tell me which version I'm playing. Okay. Okay. I'll get this.
Nope. What? Taylor's version. <gasps> okay, I'm gonna jump to the uh, to the original version now. Okay. That was a good test, though. I like that. You yeah, failed. Yeah, and I failed it. This is a hard one. It's really hard. New to town with a made-up name in the Angel City, chasing fortune and fame, and the camera flashes, make it look like a dream. You had it figured out since you were in school. It, that's unbelievable, right? I was, I was overconfident. You that were one, overconfident. I was overconfident. Um, yeah, that one is. There are some that that do change a lot that one mm-hmm. is pretty similar yeah i think that if i'd let it go another second you know once it kept playing i was like oh yeah it's it's her um it's her like her her vowels it's where her voice sits in her mouth that i think yeah makes it sound more mature these days but there's a word for that i can't think of it it's difficult to write have an album that's got like 16 14 15 16 songs and none of them are skippable yeah I mean, like, I don't skip songs on Red. Mm-hmm. And even on this Taylor's version, that has got so many, like over 20 some songs. Yeah. You just got to skip Ronan or else you'll have to you I know, just pull the gotta car over. I just got to skip Ronan or my <laughs> eyes will cloud up and I'll crash into a tree. And then she'll have to write a song called Patrick. Oh, God. <laughs> um, BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. My favorite on this album has always been uh, Holy Ground. Oh, yeah. I just and, and when she played it live... It was so good because they all had so many, a bunch of people on stage had drums and they were just, it was just, I tell people that this is in my top five concerts of all time. Yeah. And I think people think that because I was uh, enjoying it with you. But no, I, you didn't, you didn't care for my company at all. But even taking that, (laughs) taking that out of the equation, it's one of my top five concerts because I tell people. Like if if you go see Van Halen, you know, in, in, on one of their most recent tours, it's four guys on stage wearing, you know, jeans and T-shirts or whatever David Lee Roth was wearing with a big screen behind them and they just play the music. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. But then the ticket is 150 bucks, 175 bucks. Taylor Swift ticket, 150 bucks. And every single cent of that ticket price was up on the stage. Mm-hmm. Choreography background vocalists, um, uh, lighting, the staging. I mean, you know, a piano being lowered from the ceiling. I mean, a stage out in the middle of the, of the arena. And Mm -hmm. she would come out there on like a, in a, in a bucket that would like, Oh yeah. I remember that. I mean, I'm like, that's a production. Mm -hmm. I don't mind paying 150, $175 for this. But if I pay $175 for four guys just playing their music and they have an off night. Oh boy, not good. Yeah. All right, let's do the same thing. I'm going to play Holy Ground and you tell me if it's the original. Okay. All right. Or if you think it's Taylor's version. 
You don't know, do you? I really, it's really difficult. <laughs> it's really difficult. I want to say again that this is the original one because it has like a really punchy track to it. And I yeah. feel like this is one of the ones where I f- remembered initially thinking that the more mature production I kind of made me miss. Okay. Um, but her voice does sound a little more mature than I remember it. So it could be the other one. Okay, I'm going to play the other one, okay, and then, yeah. and then and you'll then be I'll able know. to tell. Yeah. Okay, here's the other one. I was reminiscing just the other day While I've been coffee all alone And Lord, it took me away Back to a first class feeling on New York time Back when you fit my poems like a perfect rhyme Took off faster than a green light go Yeah, you skip the conversation when you already know I like to know making me feel like i've never known anything <laughs> it's really I was difficult expecting to be way better at this yeah um because i remember when i was listening to uh and maybe it's just that i i didn't listen to like the original red i didn't have it yeah um before jumping into uh red taylor's version and so I I remembered that like because I know these songs so well I would say I know every word to every song yeah you're singing along as I'm playing them leading your, up your to, mouth is moving. every album leading up to Reputation is solidly stored in my brain yeah um, but maybe it was also like nostalgia not hearing it for a while that made them seem really different mm-hmm. um, in my head I think that uh, I think the second one um, I think I'm okay I. Uh, I'm going crazy. I think I'm going to get this wrong no matter what I say is how I feel. I love that people can play along at home and yeah. listening. I don't, I don't know if anyone will okay, be better than me. I don't, I don't know if you feel like you could. I, I, I couldn't. You couldn't. I could. I'm, I'm re, I know what I'm playing and I'm like, wow, I, yeah. I don't think I could do okay. this. Um, I think, I, I, okay, I want to stick with, um, I'm, Okay, I'm going to switch my answer. I think the first one was Taylor's version. I think the second one's the original, and I think I could be wrong. You are wrong. Great. The first one was the okay, original. Okay, yeah, because her, her, yeah. But they're wow, both so good. Yeah. Now, here's a song I think that you're not really, I don't think this is one of your favorites on the album. Okay. Even though this year, you will be. Oh, God. 22. Yep. It feels like a perfect night to dress up like hipsters and make fun of our exes. Uh huh. Uh huh. It feels like a perfect night for breakfast at midnight to fall in love with strangers. Ah 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 Yeah, we're happy, free, confused, and lonely at the same time. It's miserable and magical. That's 22. Mm-hmm. I won't have you guess. That's the original. Yeah. Oh, let's listen to the new version. What if it was weird to sing this song? Was she 22 at the time that she recorded Red, the I original? Think, I think she might have been 23. It's weird to think okay. about how close in age I am to her now, though. Like, at least how close in age I am to when she... To when she, she was starting. I know. Yeah. Kind of a... Kind of crazy at that age to have so much talent. Here's the uh, here's Taylor's version. It feels like a perfect night to 
dressed up like hipsters and make fun of our ex. Now this I could have gotten immediately. Yes, you can tell on this one. It feels like a perfect night for breakfast at midnight to fall in love with strangers. Uh 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 uh. Yeah, we're happy, pretty confused and lonely at the same time. It's miserable and magical. It's weird, but the original feels like it's being sung by a 22-year-old. Yeah. And the second one feels like it's being sung by someone recalling being 22. Yeah. I don't know. I I mean, I don't know if you can hear that or if I'm just making that story up in my head, but that's what I feel. No, you totally can because what I was waiting for and the reason why I said like, oh, well, I could have gotten this one had you played it for me is because she says hipster. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And I think she's doing it intentionally. I think even in in 22, it's very like tongue in cheek. I think she's trying to sort of put on Mm -hmm. like being um, youthful in a way that is, is naive. And I think that she looked at this song going to record it um, several years later and went, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not yeah. going to do that. I'm just going to sing the song. I mean, th- this song is just pure, just fun. Yeah. It uh, Where's it at in the uh, in the album? Where does that song drop? That's track six. I thought it was a little deeper in the album. Yeah, but it, yeah. it goes from, um, wait, I want to make sure that I'm right. Yeah, it goes from All Too Well to 22, which is Yeah, which is quite whiplash. a It is whiplash. Now, the credits on the back of the Red Taylor's version are literally, I can't read them at all, even with glasses on. It is so hard. I can read them, but it's its difficult. And I think it's mostly that it, the spacing, the spacing is and all the it's same. It's red type on a black background. It just doesn't pop out at yeah. you. Yeah. But I think, I mean, every, everyone knows um, but what I these let, songs are. Yeah, but the new songs are written there too. So it's kind of, uh, you know. Watch that. That's broken. The case, <laughs> the case is broken. I just, that's oh, how it came. Wait, I want to see if I can find something. All right. Um, and I'm going to play, we are never getting back together. And again, you have to tell me which version this is. Okay. Okay. I remember when we broke up the first time saying this is it. I've had enough. Cause like we hadn't seen each other in a month. You said you needed space What? Then you come around again and say Baby, I miss you and I swear I'm gonna change Trust me, remember how that last board day I say I hate you, we break up You call me What tipped it off? The what? Uh, baby There's like extra Like reverb almost on it Okay Um, And I can hear the original in my head And it doesn't sound like that Alright, let's go to the original We hadn't seen each other in a month When you said you needed space What? Then you come around again and say Baby, I miss you ah, and I swear I'm yeah, gonna change I hear it. Trust me, remember how that lasted for a day I say I hate you, we break up You call me, I love you ooh, 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 ooh. We called it off again last night But ooh, 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 ooh. This time, I'm telling you, I'm telling you We are never 
I love both of those album covers too, the new one and the old one. They just look classy to me. You know what I mean? When so many, um, when so many young artists, uh, you know, who are her age now or who are the age now that she made red are, are doing these album covers with, I, I don't know. I just like, I think those two photos on these album covers are timeless. Maybe that's the word. I think if you look back on an Ariana Grande album cover, it's going to date itself. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And if you take the type off of, uh, off of like off of the original, just take, take the words off, take red off, take Taylor Swift off. Mm-hmm. And just that picture is just so cool. It is. I don't know how much of a hand she had in that kind of stuff back then. I know that she is 100% the gatekeeper of everything Taylor Swift now, for sure. But I think the record label, if they were had input back then, were doing a, were doing a good job mm-hmm. until they yeah. stole her masters and yeah. screwed her. Because this was the album that first sort of started to mature her image right. as well. Yeah. Yeah, this is the one when uh, 40 and 50-year-old men started to go, oh, yeah, I like that. Ugh. <laughs> um, what is, uh, want to hit some of these new tracks on Taylor's version? Sure. Tell me, hit me with one. Um, so you're talking about the the new releases. Uh, let's go to, right? Yeah, just, yeah. yeah, yeah, Taylor's version let's, in the new songs. Yeah, let's go to Nothing New. Where is that? Nothing new. Taylor Swift and Phoebe Bridgers. That is, uh, once again, trying to read this tiny type, which is hard. Uh, It's track 23. Now, for some reason, I'm not seeing that in my playlist right now. You don't have it. No, I do. I've got to have it. Okay, I can hit you with a different one. No, 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 because I like that song. Yeah, it's good. I'll search another way. Maybe it didn't make it into the playlist. I have a fight with Rita about Phoebe Bridgers, which is that I think she's boring. Um, I like this song a lot. I like motion sickness. Um, I've been aware of Phoebe Bridgers for a long time, like since her first album uh, when I was in high school. And I just, I, it's, I don't think she's bad. I don't think she does anything wrong. I just find her particular conversational casual like mm-hmm. i'm singing a song about being on the bus and then i thought of you and then i got off the bus um which is not a phoebe Bridgers song but it's just kind of how i feel like she writes um it's just it's just doesn't it's it's just it's nothing new to me i'm sorry uh and, and she is uh she's being invited to sing with a ton of people yeah she's like singing on everyone's stuff yeah, she's she's huge right now and um i just don't i just don't think it's for it's for me all the time all right, but here's a good song. I found it. Nothing new. Taylor's version. Girls go out and have your fun. Then they hunt and slay the ones who actually do it. Criticize the way you fly when you're soaring through the sky. Shoot you down and then they sigh and say She looks like she's been through it Lord, what will become of me Once I've lost my novelty I've had too much 
much to drink tonight And I know it's sad But this is what I think about And I wake up In the middle of Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot with another question mm-hmm. Which one do you like better, Folklore or Evermore? Um, I think I liked Folklore more But to be honest, I haven't given those the listen that uh, I should I feel that everyone, it seems, says folklore because I think they were still enjoying folklore when Evermore hit. Yeah. And I don't think people have put enough time in Absolutely with Evermore because yeah. I know I haven't either, mm-hmm. even though I, I like both of those. Yeah. I think, I think, but they both, they sit in about like the same place. In yeah. Taylor's they're, country. they're, a, they're a, a great, um, uh, what do you call it when two things they complement each other? Yeah, it feels like it's, it's intended as a as a double album. Yeah, there's something that's been kind of intimidating for me as a, a longtime Taylor Swift fan who kind of fell off around Reputation. Okay. I don't really care for Lover either. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. When 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 she started to stretch a little bit more into pop or maybe dance. Like this is my sweet spot for Taylor Swift. What we're what we're yeah. listening to right now still has a little bit of country in there. Still has some pop. You can yeah. dance to it. You can sing along with but it. But we also love 1989. Yeah, 89, 1989, which is, is a good. further departure. Yeah. But yeah, um, but something that's intimidating for me is that, like I said, I know every song to every album up until a point, and then she re-releases stuff, and now it's like, oh my gosh, I don't I don't know these albums as well anymore. Yeah, yeah. there are people who who are going to know these albums a lot better than me. Because I don't think I'm necessarily at the point in my life where I'm going to be listening to Taylor Swift all day, every day. Uh, you know, I've come, I've come a long way from when I had uh, Speak Now Taylor's version on my on my iPod Nano. <laughs> right. And that was like what I listened to, yeah. you know. Well, there's all there's always going to be a bigger fan than the biggest fan. Like Absolutely. You say, I'm the yeah. biggest fan. And then this person's like, well, did you know this? And you're like, no. Yeah. But it's just, it's surreal to have so... To have all this knowledge, but also to have so thoroughly moved out of that like phase in my life. And then there are people who are still in it. Yeah, true. Uh, Treacherous. You like that song? Oh, very good. We're going to hear the original demo recording. Then we're going to hear the original album recording. Mm. And then we're going to jump to Taylor's version. A triple play on Treacherous. Whoa. Okay, so this is the original demo. Which was a bonus track on the original Red Deluxe Edition. Nerd. I'm just reading. I'm not crying. Put your lips close to mine As long as they don't touch Out of focus, eye to eye Till the gravity's too I'll do anything you say If you say it with your hands And I'd be smart to walk away But you're quicksand This slope is treacherous It's a pretty good demo. Oh, yeah. You could play me that and say this is the original I mean, recording of it, and you, I'd be like, "Yeah." I can see why she included that as a bonus track on the deluxe edition of the original version because it's a flex. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's saying, "Look at me, look at my demo. I'm pretty great." Okay, here's the original version. 
like listening to these back to back like this. Like you can't do that in the car with a CD. You have to pop the CD out, put another CD in. This is really, this is really the only way to really do this is with iTunes or some other. The way most people listen to music. <laughs> right. And I'd be smart to walk away, but you're quicksand. She's a great lyricist. She is. I mean, even at such such a young age, she seemed to have so much um, maturity or mm-hmm. worldliness about her, even though she probably hadn't been really anywhere but, you know, her hometown or wherever. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, at this point. Yeah, at this point, she's traveled. Everywhere. Touring. But, All right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. When she was, you know. Yeah. Here's uh, Taylor's version. Let's hear how the vocals are on this one. I feel like the hand claps are a little bit more prevalent there. Or whatever that is. It might not be a hand clap. Put your lips close to mine As long as they don't touch Out of focus, eye to eye to the gravity's too much And I'll do anything you say If you say it with your hands And I'd be smart to walk away But you're quicksand This love is treacherous This is another one where the jump to... Uh, Taylor's version is big. Yeah. Much good more though. mature. Much more mature and a bigger sound. It's good. Um, what is, has Taylor Swift found love? I don't know anything about her personal her life. Her current, um, I have to avoid certain conspiracy theories <laughs> about Taylor Swift as I say this, but she currently has a long-term boyfriend who is Normal, not a celebrity, just a dude, that's apparently. Probably and that's smart. kind of the as far as I know, they're still together. That could not be the case, but that's the big reveal at the end of her documentary, which came out a while ago. Okay. Is that like, oh, she has she has just like a she took a lot of time away from having any public any publicity around who she was dating and she's like, Well, I'm dating someone. He's a normal man. <laughs> um and that's sort of the big so I don't know if they're still together, that's the last thing I heard. Uh, I hope they're age appropriate too. Oh yeah. 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 She's in her 30s now, right? Um, yes. She's, she's, she's born in 89. Yeah, she's... And her birthday's in de- December 13th. I do uh-huh. know that. So she would have just turned... What's the math? I can't do math. Don't make me do math. She's 33? 32. 32? She's 11 years older than me. I'm feeling 32. Like it's 10 years, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, before we close out the show, since you did put together a playlist of these six... Songs. I would like to feature these because. Okay, we're not playing. We're not playing all too well or begin again. No, we're no, we're gonna. Up. No, no, no. We're gonna. Um, we're gonna. We're gonna listen to these six songs. Okay. Then we're gonna get back into Taylor's. All right. Uh, version of Red. Okay. And then you'll you'll even pick a playout song from Taylor's it's a version. Long podcast. Well, we're at one hour right now, so yeah, let's do like podcast. twenty more minutes. Okay. You think we can do that in twenty minutes? I think I think so. Cool. 
So the first artist I have on your list is Brock Hampton. Yeah. Tell me about Brock Hampton, because this is going to show a little bit about how your musical taste has grown yeah. from your teen years okay. of Taylor Swift to the stuff that you just sent me yeah. a day and a half ago. Yeah, some of and yeah, some of the stuff I picked definitely you can tell that I grew up listening to Taylor Swift. And then there's stuff like this, which is sort of a complete departure. But um, Brock Hampton is a rap boy band. That okay. is how they market themselves. I don't know how many people are in Brockhampton anymore because they include the guys who are producers, hmm. but it's always hovering in like the teens of people who work on this music. Um, and then there are like a main group of like f- five to seven dudes who are usually featured uh, rapping on any particular album. Um, so yeah, I believe uh, I sent you Tokyo. Yep. Um, Four from Saturation 2. They have three Saturation albums. They're all pretty good. People have pretty polarizing opinions. Uh, and I, I, this was like, everything I pulled for you is on my Spotify top 100 wow. last year. So. And this is from 2017 and four of the songs are listed as explicit. Oh no. Or at least the albums are. Yeah. But here we go. Tokyo. Too many things I'd rather do different. Woke up in a cold sweat, my emotions creeping. Three o'clock on the weekend, might as well sleep in. Stay down for the going. She hit me with the what ifs and the what wins and the what thens. Wonder where my life went, living in the moment. I've been thinking all my time spent. Are the bills paid? Does it make a break? Will I find a way? Have my feelings changed? Will I be okay? I don't know. But what I do know is, life don't make sense if you can't pay rent. So I place my bed. What got you shook on this Saturday? I take my L. Now, do you like this song because you went to Japan? Is that why you like no. it? Tokyo? No. I don't really know why it's called Tokyo. Um, I don't know either. I was waiting they, for some lyrics about Tokyo, no, but I couldn't hear they're them. They're big on um, one word song titles, all caps song yeah. title, all caps band name, all caps, all caps album name. That is that is their, their thing. And yeah, that, that album is, wow, 2017. I didn't even think about it how long ago that came out because um, I'm still listening to them but certainly most played by me and my friend Azul when we would drive around to Los Angeles and you're able to lip sync <laughs> to rap songs you've been able to do that for a long time I mean yeah it's just like any other music it's faster and my brain's slower so true. I can't do it what do you think of that intro though no, it's good. It's, you, you seem surprised because it was just saying. like uh, it was just it was just it was so different from what we had been listening to. Sure. Um, when a band when I import music into my iTunes and it's in all caps, even if that was the band's intent, I change it because <laughs> you don't rule me, you don't own me. That's fine. All right, next up, uh, Lucy Dac- Dacus. Uh, I believe Lucy it's, Dacus? I say D- Dacus, I think it might be Dacus. You say Dacus, I say Dacus, no, Dacus, Lucy... Dacus, Dacus, Dacus. You're supposed to sing with me. No, Lucy Dacus or Dacus <laughs> is one third of a band called Boy Genius that she is in with Phoebe Bridgers, who we just ah, heard. Okay. Um, and then the third member is Julian Baker and they are all wonderful. I love Lucy Dacus. Um, and part of my Phoebe Bridgers criticism comes from the fact that I really like Lucy Dacus and Julian Baker, and she's just not my favorite of the three. But I'm sure they wouldn't want me to pit them against each other. The album and the song are called VBS. What's that stand for? Uh, well, you might be familiar with this. Uh, that would be Vacation Bible School. 
Oh boy, I'm not familiar with that. I never went to vacation uh, Bible the, school. The, I, the album's called Home Video, but I think you might have pulled the I probably pulled the, the single. single. Yeah. The album's called Home Video? I believe so. All right. Then this song should be called VHS. Vacation Bible School. All right, here it is. In the summer of 07, I was sure I'd go to heaven, but I was hedging my bets at VPS. The preacher and a t-shirt told me I could be a leader, taught me how to build a fire and to spread the word. Everybody went into worship and we Hands above our heads Reaching for God Back in the cabin Snorting up Meg in your bunk bed You were waiting for a revelation of your own You never went to vacation Bible school, though. No, I went to, it would be when, once I left Catholic school after eighth grade, I went to public high school. And so for ninth, 10th, 11th, and 12th grade, I was in public high school. But we were supposed to go to something called CCD. Mm-hmm. And it was Sunday evenings. And I think six or seven, just the most inconvenient time, yeah. Sunday evening, it's you, the weekend's winding down and now I have to go to CCD, which was uh, where I lived. Uh, my family lives right across the street from the Catholic school and the church. Yes. So Hilarious. CCD was right across the street and CCD stands for, and I'm looking this up right now. I don't think I ever knew what it stood for. We just yeah. said you have to go to CCD class. It's confraternity. C-O-N and then the word fraternity all together. Yeah. Confraternity of Christian doctrine. Yes. And it was established Culty. established in Rome in 1562 for the purpose of giving religious education, CCD. So I had to go over there for an hour on a Sunday evening. Well, eventually, see, I would walk my friend Laurie who lived up the street. We we're not boyfriend and girlfriend. We were just great friends. We're still, we're still friends. We're still great friends. I would walk up to her house and then we would walk back down to my house and go to CCD. Well, one week I said, I don't want to go to CCD. And she's like, neither do I. I'm like, why are we going? I don't know. I go, he doesn't take roll call. He doesn't call our parents. And so we didn't go. Yeah. And then we never went again. Oh my God. Uh, and that would, didn't get around in, in no, your tiny town where you live across nope, the street? No, we would just, no, the, the priest never said, like yeah. he, he didn't call and say, hey, Pat the and Laurie haven't been at CCD. So I don't know. But um, yeah, so we just walked around. We just walked around the, for the neighborhood for an, an hour and stay yeah. away from our prospective homes where our parents might be able to see us. But uh, yeah, hated it. Nice. Hated it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a 
happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. All right, next up, Penelope Scott. Mm-hmm. So this is, I was going to see Penelope Scott in concert, but then things got a little too too crazy with King Kong. And uh, No, was that out here or was, was that back It was in, out here. It was out here. Is that I, the one you were going to go to with Rita? Yes. Yeah. Right. So Penelope Scott came up on TikTok and mm-hmm. uh, which song did I pull again? You pulled a lot of true crime. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Explicit. So I, I assume an F-bomb. <laughs> here we go. Oh, yeah, you're right. Probably right up top, right? Get your kids out of the room. <clears throat> so the school's out back behind the bar. She's a good girl. She called a car. You got three motherfuckers and a big white van. Two dumb friends and one mean man. Well, she'll fucking kill you. She wins every fight. She's got a rock. cool I I liked when the filter came off her voice because I was like oh is this how they're gonna sound the whole time no yeah and then because sometimes that makes me think that they can't sing but then they prove that they could no Penelope Scott does a lot of interesting stuff with production Mm -hmm. my favorite anecdote about her um she's had one more album come out after this this album's you just heard is uh called Public Void Mm -hmm. and um she had one more come out and uh she said she made the statement where she's like, someone criticized me for using a lot of auto-tune on my voice. And the funny thing is I don't use auto-tune, but then I thought, why haven't I been using auto-tune? <laughs> and then she immediately, uh, her next album starts off with this like heavily auto-tuned song. Because oh. she's all about like the fun of production. Like She doesn't worry about hiding or obscuring any part of her voice. She just wants to make something sound fun. So can auto-tune make someone who can't sing, like me, sound like they can sing? I mean, theoretically, yeah, people people use it all the time in subtle ways, but um, it's funny that it gets most criticized when it's really, really obvious, yeah. and often that's just a stylistic choice. They're just, just like that's that. the sound they're going for. Yeah. Were you now this morning? Were you listening to a podcast on your um, on your phone? No, I was talking to my girlfriend. I'm talking like it's like uh, seven fifteen or so. Uh. I may, yeah, I fell asleep listening to podcasts and sometimes I forget to set a, yeah, I forget to set up. Because I got in the car this morning to go to Subway <gasps> oh to get to get Rita <laughs> her lunch and I turned the radio on and immediately was syncing to your phone oh in the gosh, house yeah. and I was like, what is this? And then I'm like, oh, that must be, that must, that must be Rita because Rita was in the shower, but then it wasn't music. I'm like, Rita doesn't listen to people talking. When she's in the shower, so that would be then I, Sawbones, so a that, podcast about yes, medical history. It's exactly what it was. I fall asleep listening to it because it's pretty boring. Yeah, and just dry. you telling it's me good, about it's, it's a making good me podcast, fall asleep. Though. It's good. Um, Justin, Sydney McElroy. All uh, right. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm fell asleep listening to that. Forgot to set a set a do not disturb <laughs> time for it to go off. That's that's fine. I was just like, what what is this? <laughs> All right. The next artist is Orla Gartland. Yes, I played her on. 
uh, the last time I was on the podcast, and then I talked about uh, being really excited for her new album. Mm -hmm. Her new album dropped. It's fantastic. And if you like Red Taylor's version, if you like Taylor Swift, if you're a pop music person, you should listen to Woman on the Internet. All right. And the song is called Madison. Mm -hmm. Is that a person or is that? It's a person. It's a person. Could be Madison, Wisconsin. Could be about a town. It's about her therapist. Yes, I could be happier. I suppose I could be less of a dick. And yes, I've been a regular at the bar where you drink. Cause I like how you think. Oh, Madison, Madison. Thinking how you been, how you been I told you every single secret And you sat there silent I needed you then Now I need you again, Madison It's pretty great. So good. Now, here's my question. How does someone like Orla Gartland achieve taylor swift status the way the music industry is now i don't know she's orla Bartland is making her own way because she's currently unsigned she put this album out all on her own and it sounds that good but you know yeah because anyone can do that now you can just you can record an album and put it out there yeah she actually you know came up in like the youtube days Mm -hmm. she had like a youtube channel and i think she's just doing it all through social media right now um but yeah but it's difficult because I feel that the real way to really establish yourself and really make a living and make a great living, maybe like Taylor Swift, is you have to have. And this is a this is like a this is kind of a pun intended because Taylor Swift's original record label was Big Machine, but you kind of have to have the Big Machine yeah. behind you a little until bit until you don't own your masters anymore. Right, but at that point, you're look. If Taylor Swift didn't re-record all her music. She's still a gazillionaire. Oh, still, I know, but but yeah, I know what you're saying. It's it's predatory out there, and yeah. it's it's getting worse, and it's getting easier well, to avoid using those things. Hopefully, now people will go. Oh yeah, I need to own my own masters. Yeah, or at least it's a fifty fifty split. It's got to be something reasonable. Mm-hmm. All right, next, can I pronounce this artist Haley Hendrix? I th- I just say Hendrix. It's spelled Hendrix. really it's spelled weird. H e y n d e r I-C-K-X. They're but I think being, it's just Haley Hendricks. They're being fancy. Yeah. And this is from an album called I Need to Start a Garden. Yep. And this is called Um Um Shalala. Sha- um Shalala. <laughs> I can't wait for the chorus. I hope that's in it. Here we go. The milk is out. I've barely been to college and I've been doubtful. Of all that I've dreamed of, the brink of my existence essentially is a comedy, the gap in my teeth, and all that I can cling to, the milk is sour. kind of a throwback that song yeah. i liked it it's, yeah it's it's just it's just a good song 
That's uh, the song five of your six-song playlist. Let me ask you something. Are you sad that undergrad is coming to a close? No. No? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think it's I think it's time. I don't feel like I've been in college for four years, and I think um, good old King Kong smashing through everything has really... <laughs> I'm keeping this as a bit. I um, like it. I like, I like uh, calling it King Kong. It's good. <laughs> it's really been... Uh, has really made it feel shorter, but at the same time, I'm sort of ready to get on with the next part of my life. Which will be... Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought grad school was the talk. Well, yeah, but I'm I'm not going right into grad school. I don't know how to tell you this. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I've already told you this, but, uh, but I can't just immediately commit to two more years of oh, school. I, I, I'm excited to find out who no, I am I, when I'm not in school. Look, I totally understand because uh, as a person who did uh, not really enjoy uh, college that much. And has I, not used. How often would you say you use that college degree of yours? My theater communication degree? Yeah. I am communicating. Oh, you mean how many times did people want to see my diploma? Yeah. Never. Yeah. Never in anything. Yeah. In anything. Yeah. Like I literally think you could just say, oh, yeah, I went to college. Yeah. But um, but I'm glad you went to college. And, I am too. And you had a good four years at college mm-hmm. and you have a great friend group. Yeah. So that's all good things. Cause that's what, uh, that's what I worry most about when you went across the country for college. It didn't really matter to me that you were 3000 miles away as long, well, thanks, Dad. as long as you were, <laughs> no, as long as you were happy and thriving. I appreciate that. Because I didn't, after, I didn't really worry that much mm-hmm. once you were you were settled in because I knew you were happy. And that's mm-hmm. the big thing. You know, if you were calling like every weekend, like I hate it here, I want to come home, that would be that would be tough. Yeah. Cause then we'd have to say, you're gonna kind of stay for at least the yeah, semester out, or the yeah. year. But okay, good, good. And have you been having fun over Christmas break? Yeah. You and I did a, a fantastically fun thing on Saturday. Oh, we went and we got COVID tests. We got COVID tests. Whoop, whoop. And we got COVID tests because, first of all, I don't have any symptoms. Neither do I. I don't feel sick. I don't have a fever. But we're doing it because you're flying back to school. I am flying back to this school. This week. So you just want to make sure that everyone in your close-knit circle isn't, as- is it asymptomatic? Is that what it is? Yeah. And I just, it's also just like, I don't want to get on a plane if I have this thing. Right. You know, I'd rather know. And you don't want to get on the plane if if I tested positive, then no. you don't want to get... Yeah. So it's just a precaution. Mm-hmm. And we're lucky enough that we get to... There's a testing facility right at Pierce College, which is five minutes from the house. Mm-hmm. It's run by CORE. Tell which them is, people where we live. Good idea. Uh, I think most people know. Uh, we live in Woodland Hills. Um, it's run by Sean Penn's organization called CORE. Yeah. And, and I forget I what CORE... Sean Penn well, he, he started it. Okay. You know, I don't think he own, owns it. I don't know how you would own a thing like that. I don't know. But it's uh, it's great. You just drive through. You, you make an appointment on your phone. You drive through. We left at 1230. We were back here at 130. Yeah. Piece of cake. Piece of cake. All right. Here's your last song for yes. your playlist. The artist is, I like this, Oh Pep. Yep. From the album Stadium Cake. <laughs> which I don't know what that means. I don't either. What's the song? Tea, Milk, and Honey? Yep. I actually had Tea, Milk, and Honey today. You did? Yeah, I usually have a cup of tea uh, in the morning and in the evening. You heard it here first, folks. I like a warm uh, I like a warm beverage in the morning and I like a warm beverage in the evening. What are we at time-wise right now? 
We're good. We're at 120. We're going to play those <laughs> other two Taylor Swift songs and get out of here. Okay. I never want to make it a chore. Here we go. Tea, milk, and honey. Thinking twice will lead you into a bad place. You gotta move fast to win. No space for time, no time for space. I ain't got what the human race needs. My baby runs 10 miles to win it. She moves like her body's got a fire in it. She makes me swoon when she walks in the room. She wakes up early and she leaves too soon. My baby talks in a mile a minute. She sings like a church with a choir in it. These were all good songs yeah. for my ears. Yeah. And Terrific. this last song is gorgeous. It's yeah. five minutes. It goes to all these different places. It's really unconventionally put together. And if you have time, this is the one I'd encourage you to listen to in full because it is it's beautiful. It's just this beautiful epic love song. I, I love it. And your cue point, your cue point was three minutes and fifteen seconds into the song. It, it's one of those songs that starts one way and changes. And this is my favorite part of it is um, she sings like a church with a choir in it. And when it's you're beautiful. playing, when you're playing just a thirty or forty-five second clip, it's sometimes it's hard to you know play where the to, best part. Yeah, you, where to drop it in. But that's Opep with the song "Tea, Milk, and Honey." All right. Back to Taylor Swift. Yep. What were the two songs you said that you wanted to hear? Uh, I was just shouting out uh, Begin Again, which I really like, and All Too Well We Have to Talk About. All right. Let's do Begin Again first, and we're going we're gonna to play our little fun thing where you are going to mm. tell me if I'm playing All right. the original or Taylor's version. Here we go. Took a deep breath in the mirror He didn't like it when I wore high heels But I do Turn the lock and put my headphones on He always said he didn't get this song But I do I do But you got here early and you stand and wave I walk to you Is that the original or the that's new version? the original. That is Taylor's version? No. Let's hear the original. <laughs> I hate the dude in this song. He's a dick. Took a deep breath in the mirror. Right? I he think didn't it might like be. Our high heels, but I do. Tell me in a minute. Yeah. Turn the lock and put my headphones on He always said he didn't get this song But I do I do Walked in expecting you'd be late But you got here early and you stand and wave I walked to you It's okay that we didn't get to the chorus? So tell me, is this? A, do you know who the song's about? I. It feels to me like it exists on um, the continuum. Oh my god, why can't I? Yeah, I feel. I feel like it's Jake Gyllenhaal. This is Jake like, Gyllenhaal. I feel too. like. I feel like Begin Again is Jake Gyllenhaal, and uh, the moment I knew mm-hmm. 
is definitely because um, she references it in the 10 minute all too well. And I feel like those three are all about Jake Gyllenhaal. Begin Again has the, uh, is this the song that has the lyric about um, someone who didn't have as many James Taylor records as yes. I do? Yeah. Yep. You know, it yeah. might not be him, but um, it feels like it ex- it's, it comes from a similar place. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right, uh, and now you want to talk about All Too Well, the 10-minute version. We have to. Where do we drop it in, though? I don't, I mean... Want me to just randomly drop it in somewhere, like you, in the middle? Yeah, sure. I'll drop it in the middle. Drop it in, like, 4 minutes and 15 seconds. Oh, this might be perfect. All right, cool. are all new lyrics here yeah they're so good basically everything after that chorus was new um and yeah i mean she's writing this at the age he was when he dated her right what's the age difference between this 10 years 10 years let me tell you something i've always dated people i don't date anyone now but (laughs) (laughs) um that like we're within two years you know what i mean i was always the old i was you know I feel like I feel like three years younger or three years older. That's about the max. Yeah. Because w- once you get older, mm-hmm. there's a big difference. Yeah. If you're thirty and dating a fifty year old, and then when you're fifty and that person's seventy, that's a that's a huge difference. Yes. And like you know, and it's I just don't know what you would have in yeah. common with anyone. Like imagine me dating a friend of Kyle's. Like that I is just, that is that age gap. It's crazy. That is that exact age gap. Yeah. It's just, uh, I just, I just find that it doesn't, yeah. for the most part, and work out. I, I am, you know, and, and she even digs at him that he's still dating people who are about 20 years old. Like, still cause, dating cause women in their 20s. Because it's acceptable for men in Hollywood to do that it's, it's, at 40. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I, when I see a movie, every time I see a movie, I'm like, wait a minute. I gotta throw it on pause and I'm like... He's this old and she's that old. That's ridiculous. You know what I mean? You throw your glasses across the room. I just throw my glasses across the room. I'm so angry. (laughs) Um, All right. I think we're done. Do you, unless there's another song you wanted to focus on? No. I mean, you, no. You just said to to pick a a play out. Well, we need a play out now. So you got to pick a play out. Mm -hmm. Any song except Ronan. We're not going to end this on (laughs) tears. Um, uh, Why not? 
why not play have we pl- did we play red did we like i don't genuine, think we did genuinely play, did we play red i think we played red <laughs> okay and you want to play the playout and you want to play taylor's version yeah all right <laughs> now before we go thank you for doing this i i love when you and Rita do the show, but I I never I never want I never force you guys to do it. No, and it's 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 not a chore. I'm just making fun of you for having long podcasts. This is gonna be like ninety minutes. That's cool. Okay. People like it. The one that the one that's dropping this Thursday is four hours. What? It's with Mike Schmidt. You and Mike Schmidt need to shut up. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll see what people say. If you think me and Mike Schmidt should shut up, please uh tweet at us anyway follow us at rock solid show do you want to give out your instagram or your i or, don't know i'm kind of like, private social media gonna be wise private social days. media wise okay um, cool yeah. then we'll leave it at that uh now i tagged you in something though because you got me that cool cat calendar i mean if someone wants to stalk me they can stalk me but i don't really have anything to promote you okay know? cool all right that's fine and thank you i love the cat calendar yes i cat love calendar. it you made mommy a blanket. You made mommy a blankie. Oof. Yeah, I knit. I've I've started knitting, and I I don't. It's like a magic trick blanket. to me. Knitting a blanket is a magic trick. Mm-hmm. Like I it's not it. like when you're a kid and you make a pot holder on one of those things. It's like the world's biggest pot holder. Yeah, it, it is the world's biggest pot holder, and it, it keeps her nice and toasty. Mm-hmm. All right. So thanks for doing this. Um, go to rocksolidpodcast.com for all things about the show, including the Patreon. It's 2022. Come on, sign up for that two dollar tier. That's $2 a month. It's 50 cents a week. Jeez, oh, Pete. Uh, follow us at Rock Solid Show and just keep listening. Thank you, Ezra. Of course. Uh, safe travels back to school. I want you to have a great school year. Finish out strong. Thank you. It's a great school semester. I'm done. Yeah. And then we will see you in May for graduation. Th- theoretically. It's not on Zoom. <laughs> I hope graduation's not on Zoom. Me too. I'm coming no matter what. All right. All right, from Red Taylor's version, here is Red. Thank you, Ezra. No problem. Love you. (laughs) I love you. It's not working. It's going to play. It's going to play. I think it is. Just making the podcast longer. No, it really doesn't want to (laughs) play. There we go. Like driving a new Maserati down a dead end street Faster than the wind, passionate of sin Ending so suddenly Loving him is like trying to change your mind Once you're already flying through the free fall Like the colors in autumn so Him
be there i don't want it to fall off the edge what do you murray murray knocks it down every week really yeah every time knocks it over how he's a child yes sir